Hey guys, you're with Victor and Hannah. And hello everyone. Hello from London. This time London just arrived from Portugal, flew to London and gonna dance tomorrow. Yes, and we're actually gonna take our time to shoot some uh, information about us, shoot some ball talk, something, whatever you want to know about us, we're ready for you. We're ready to share our passion. We're ready to share a little bit of ourselves with you all. And um, yeah, let's have some fun today. Let's get yeah. deep Perfect. into it. <laughs> let's get deep into it. Welcome from our side. We are here in Austria. Beautiful weather as well. And uh, good uh, that you are here with us uh, talking about uh, the field of dancing and dance sports. Uh, actually, more dancing today, probably, uh, because there's like a huge spectrum of, of things we want to cover. Um, but first of all, let's start out because the people who are listening to our podcast um, might know us by now because we are hosting that thing um, and they might as well know you but in case they are not um, you can have like a short introduction of like let's say two to three sentences each um, what you guys want our audience to know about you maybe Hannah or Victor whoever wants to go first let's start with that and then we yeah. jump into the conversation let's talk about dance what dance is meaning of dance and what dance does for you? I think oh, that's, that's the best introduction that you can have. What 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 means to us, and what it can do for you <sighs> when you get into it, when you really devote your life into it. Oh, I I love it. <laughs> and, and due to the fact that it's an audio podcast, um, <laughs> people cannot see Felix's face now. He's smiling from one ear to the other <laughs> because of, of what you just brought up. Very nice. Very Surely, nice. every time when we mention the word dance, that's what happens. It's all about that, right? It's about that emotion that, that lightens up, that makes us smile, that makes us feel great. It's, it's always about that, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you're several world champions and you still say about the beauty, you still talk about the beauty of dancing. It's it's like, you. it seems you never lost it, you know? It's. I think the dance, um, it's in my blood. It's in Victor's blood. <laughs> it's something that... Um, you, you can't lose it because it's something you belong to. You feel safe. It's a place where you are the most natural, most free, and you have no restrictions. So right. how would you ever lose that? It's inside and yeah. and outside. Wow. It's everywhere. It's yeah, around. It's, you know what it is, guys? It's what makes us feel um, that we can control things. And it's also something that... Um, like today was an example, you arrive, you take an early flight, you're tired, you're whatever. And then all of a sudden you start to do a practice. We just came from a rehearsal and all of a sudden there's no pain, there's no problems, everything is great and you're really excited for tomorrow <laughs> and, and it just changes everything inside of you. You know, it's, it's something that transforms you. So years on end, um, it, COVID times, whatever you, you, when you throw at us, it doesn't take away that passion. It doesn't take away that want. And we've both, both of us have sacrificed very much and many things in the world and many things in our lives in the past Actually, to be I where we are. I don't feel it's sacrifice. In a way, yes, because yes, you lose time of being with the family. You don't always get to go to the christening or the wedding <laughs> or the uh, birthday yeah. parties. You or sacrifice that to them. Yeah. So in a way, but it's never ever a sacrifice yeah. because it's something that it gives <laughs> so much. 
So what, what you are referring to is that sacrifice is always per, uh, or, or um, mostly perceived as a negative uh, with a neg 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 negative connotation. I, 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 our, th I think, I think the negative connotation, I think the negative connotation goes towards the way humans, I would say humans look at us because artists cannot be so human in, in many aspects. But um, the way humanity looks at us that oh, you're sacrificing this, oh, you're giving up children, oh, you're doing this, oh, you're doing that. But I guess in the end, it's just about being happy. Isn't that what we all strive to in life, to be happy? <laughs> I this makes us happy. I sign that petition. <laughs> Okay, podcast done. Yeah. Actually, you two could <laughs> could do the podcast on your own. <laughs> we, we will just no, be it's the just we just we just watch and listen. Come on, I love I love the way you guys say, say this stuff. But I guess but that's what it is, guys. It And is, also, passion, like you, yeah. you just set us free. You said talk, so yeah. we talk. <laughs> Now you talk, okay? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Tell us. S say to me because you you talked about the the passion of dancing did the passion of dancing change when you really competed like competing is a different thing when when i talk about competing and i talk about dancing you know when i dance alone at home and or with my dance partner and training at, at night at home it's a different feeling of dancing than in a competition yes have you, have you ever For me, I I feel that dance. First of all, if you know why you dance, it already answers a lot of questions. And for me, it's never been the why I dance. It's never been the competition. It's been a feeling that I want to move. I always been very physical on my approach in dance. I always wanted to experience, to feel it, to understand it, to just to get lost in the movement and that way to get the body and the mind connection. So in that sense, it's always the dance, the passion of dance. When you then start to think competition or a show or just dancing, like we used to say, for the cats in the alley. Yeah. We always had this saying, we dance, it doesn't matter if the show is so-called small one or a big one. Even if it's for the cats in the alley, you give it all. You don't never, ever yeah. push back or like save yourself. You are full out there. So in that aspect, it's not different. Difference is that when you compete, you actually give... Um, a piece of you for the people to put down a number. They put you in line yeah. compared to others. And, and in a way, it kind of measures you up in yourself, towards yourself and how you're doing and how is your progress, uh, where you've come from um, and, and basically at what level are you in fairness to other competitors that have also putting in the hard work and also their passion in. So... Um, Competition gives you the edge, but as as an aspect, if you treat them both the same way, you find freedom because it's where you you cannot do anything on the day anymore. And if you treat every dance as is a competitive to you, a competition towards yourself, in other words, you get up and you have to put the input, the work, and you would have to regard the performance that has to be fine-tuned, has to be perfect. On the day, the competition is going to be exactly the same. 
uh, you, you treat it as a show and, and you just go out there and give, like Hannah said, the piece of yourself. But obviously yeah. now treat it as a show. It's a little bit different in exhibition than yeah. in Latin because <laughs> exhibition, we are alone on the floor and we choose our music, we choose our Yeah, moves. we prepare ourselves. It can yeah. be fast, it can be slow, it can be anything. It's really. whatever we can, feel. Can I actually yeah. ask you... Can, can I actually ask you why you choose? Because you're actually now doing most of the time shows. Uh, why do you th do them? Are you just like, it's it suits you more to you? Or what is what is your drive to do the shows? What is the reason behind doing shows rather than going to competitions? The reason why behind doing shows? I think is that what it happens is, it, yeah. uh, as, as a show, you are putting yourself, you're, you're saying who you are, you know? There's no rule book. There's no guidelines to you. It's the same as, put it this way, the best describing is to say, imagine you go to the School of Arts, you become a virtuoso guitarist, you learn how to play, you learn your scales, your arpeggios, your pentatonics, you learn your music notations, permutations, uh, uh, you learn everything that's to do with music, right? That's to do with the scales. Yeah. But if you're going to create a song... You can't be following what others are doing. You have to use those tools to write your own music. And that's what shows are. You're writing your own dance. You're writing your own style, your own you emotion, your own feeling. And you're being judged still by an audience, but not by the pen and paper, you know? by a, a conformed yeah. society that has maybe an agenda behind it. I have to say, honestly, yes. I have lost absolutely all desire to compete. Yeah. I could not even imagine Getting back in walking a competition floor. onto no, the no, competition floor at all. It was basically... <laughs> but because you, you did it so... in. Intense you did it for so too many years. For, for you know what happened? Like for years, yes. Yes, yes, What absolutely. happened was that when we danced um, Blackpool and we won Blackpool three years in a row. Yeah. Black, back to back, yeah. And then in exhibition in Blackpool, there is a rule that if you win three times uh, in a row, you are not allowed to compete the next year. The year after, yes, but the not not the fourth year. You have to sit a year. And out. that was actually, I had to say, it was a very difficult moment for us. Yeah, because we wanted to carry on. We were like machines. We were there. We yeah, were we were like winning worlds. We won American championships. <laughs> and then you yeah. get told that you got to sit but out a no, year, no, and we're like, Why? I wouldn't say just yeah. winning. It was just a body, the whole system. Everything was going for that. Shows also, but competition, I mean, that's what we lived for. Yeah. We trained, we slept, we ate. Everything we did in life was for to be the best on the floor. That's it. But then that one year and it, um, we had to step out. First of all, I felt it's not fair. Like, why do we need to... We don't know if we're going to win the fourth time. Who knows yeah. what can happen in one year? Someone can come up. Who knows? Oh, well, no, so yeah. we, would, we would want to compete. So it wasn't fair. And then during that year, the mind started to change. And we start to find, like, the excitement on creating the shows, on getting a little further out there, like, completely away from having to think what is the best 
thing to have in a competition floor. Yeah, what is your but best what, choreography? What is your best exhibit? But we would go like into a rock yeah. number. We were creating we four numbers. Yeah. Very soft and beautiful. Creating and numbers for television, creating numbers for events and creating themes. And also instead of having one competitive uh, pattern of something that works for you, we were just, like I said, no rule book, no nothing. Just go out there and, and really, really freestyle it in the sense that you can have an audience that's going to like something and maybe they're not, you know, and that's became challenging. But, you know, it's like it's like you were, we're putting out there so many numbers. We would carry like nine to 12 different dance show numbers. It was almost like having an album. But not yeah, everybody but has it, to like what they like, you know. But did it actually happen to you that you felt that the audience really didn't like it? Be honest, did that never happen? Or um, no, but there, but it wasn't. Some most of the times, the thing is, is that Hannah and I always danced for ourselves to give the best ourselves with the audience to share what we loved. We we didn't do it to try and please anyone. But if we felt that the number wasn't right, we would put it in the like in the library. We were just like, okay, we're gonna follow this one. Let's leave it mm. for now. Okay. Maybe it's not what we are feeling. And then we would bring it back maybe in another form. Maybe Actually, the music was wrong. What, maybe what that was wrong. And that's what we would do, yeah. With the Eternidad, which oh, one of was our numbers, one of yeah. our like, main numbers and which means a lot to us. We did it first and we performed in Atlantic City. Yeah, in USA. The, I remember the, that, yeah. the music was the same. Uh, the costumes costume and different costume uh, the choreography was same but changed in order and dynamics. because when we danced and we came out and i said it's awful it was horrible it's awful i said we need to change it you were like no 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 let's not go there because we had done so much hard it's like work rewriting a song to get there you know and i said no 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 and we went back to the studio and together we changed it the order and then we understood how to, what to wear, and then the whole number took was shape, born. Took shape, yeah. It was, became the, the new baby. Um, but uh, you asked about <laughs> if, if we ever felt that audience doesn't like it. Yes. I don't yeah. think it really happened, really? at least what, how audience they But they were their preferences. But in my they own mind. In our own minds. They knew, we knew I their preferences. I was so often, I'm like, this is absolutely, I'm sorry, my language shit. <laughs> it is like not there. You know, yeah, we are awful. Same, we are not. No problem. My, my English is... Okay, so you understand like... <laughs> I think we, we're, we're we all guys here with yeah. uh, ma uh, different... Ma different <laughs> Okay, Different platform, for the audience, right? uh, we have a little bit like technical problems, like a little bit of a delay. So sometimes we will fall into other words. Uh, sorry for that. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's, <laughs> it's a podcast, fine. so we need to interrupt ourselves to keep the conversation going. Uh, but um, right. all of uh, four of us, we, are, we have an English not as a mother tongue. I mean, Victor, you're, That's you're right. South African, right? Uh, I was born in South Africa, so my, my English is all right because it's 32 years in my <laughs> university. <laughs> My True 32 that. years, I think by now, if I didn't do university, I mean, no, everything was fine in English for me. But my mother language is Portuguese. The vernacular language, which is your mother language, is Portuguese, of course, since birth. But then, of course, going to South Africa, living in South Africa, and obviously 32 years living in South Africa, is, it's English that became dominant. Yeah. 
Well, uh, and you can hear the South African accent. I've been there for half a year, <laughs> and, and sometimes I skip back. Uh, I, I I jump back into the Bluefontein-ish. Yeah. Oh, you in Bluefontein? Yeah. Uh, what I wanted. To, yes, we lived in yes, Johannesburg. We live in the but South. Anyway, coast, what yeah. I wanted to what, <laughs> what I wanted to ask is, um, and it's quite obvious question because I mean you, you're referring to um, creating an album and 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 creating pieces and stuff. But would you? If you have the choice between three descriptions of what you are doing now, is it dancer, athlete, or artist? Artist, I guess. I want to put you something. It's definitely artist, but we call it art of dance because wow. it's art. Thank you. <laughs> but it's art of dance because it is finding the art, the beautiful illustrative art in dance, in movement that's alive. That's how we see it. Not, um, you know, it's like saying, You're a, they have, they have it in Portuguese, you're a dance, uh, dancerino or bailarino, which bailarino is coming from a definition of ballet, ballet dancer, and dancerino being a dancer. And dancing has a huge umbrella of styles. And when you do what we do, we take from everywhere. You become like those jazz players that just play. You know, it's just so many mm -hmm. things you can do. Yeah. It, it it's stuck again a little yeah. bit. Um, so if, if 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 we look like clowns or, or if we look like we saw water burning, then it's <laughs> we just wait, because we wait, we wait, we wait. Then yeah, it's just because, because it's like internet connection, internet yes, connection. Yeah. And we have one hour time difference. And it yeah. always Let freezes in a moment. Like your face is the most funny, right? <laughs> it freezes. Like <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but but, but <laughs> it's 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 okay. You're doing a you're doing a great job. You're doing the podcast for us this time. Exactly. So we don't need to do yeah, anything. No, so. it's fine. Oh. It's fine. But, um, because Sorry. we're talking about funny faces now and looking weird or silly or maybe even beautiful. What a translation <laughs> uh, uh, or tra transition to the next uh, main topic we we actually wanted to um, uh, talk about is. It, it, it is aesthetics because I was sitting and I was preparing for this podcast. I didn't. <laughs> and I was looking through your, your Instagram bio and especially uh, from you, Victor. The first what came into my mind is what is really literally you look like Adonis. Adonis would be ashamed if he sees you. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, thank you. You know, it's it's not easy. I'm happy that you said Victor looks like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Like it, 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 <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it would come up, come up, but I didn't meant it. Like I know. That, I know. Really. I know what you mean. I know what you mean as a male, as a male, as a man, ma masculinity of a man. You know, it's it is so freaking difficult every day. It's it not is, easy. It is I wasn't born I, this way. I, I, it is. It is so <laughs> difficult every single day. You have to work at it. It is something that it's in my DNA to get up, to work, to work at it. I was not born with any special gift of physicality. I worked for this every single day. I, I think But I've been. I started when I was. 14 years old, 13 years old, the first time I started to train physical to get strong at what I am. And I think then 23 years professional of exhibition just creates your physique because it's almost like body power, energy that comes within and it's not a static um, bodybuilding muscle look. You understand what I mean? It's very yeah, different exactly. movement. Now we're yeah. talking. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah. But 
my question is my it has a reason why I, why I ask this question I can tell probably later but do you think it is really necessary to look good in dancing really now like absolutely from outside? really absolutely I'm telling you that you you need to understand something um, we we are dancers we are artists of dance but we have to be very athletic too it's presentation It's everything in the sense of before you, you as you step on the floor, uh, we're living in the world where, you know, people want to see something, I don't know, great, beautiful, and you get judged right from the beginning. And unfortunately, that's humanity. It's human nature um, to look our best. Um, there's always a But touch of me, vanity. Let me put it, that, it no? that way, that uh, first of all, To look good as uh, internal as uh, the goal. No, no, yeah. that that's not it. I yeah. think it comes more. First of all, when the body is in movement, it's normally beautiful because it's coordinated. Mm. There is elongation. There is strength. There is beauty in the movement. Yeah, not And not then, yeah, that's what another was... thing is that. To be able to dance in a high level, you need to train your body because your body is your tool that you use yeah. to no, create no, no emotion. Exactly. Yeah. So that way you, know, you cannot you know, become this beautiful. Is, yeah. Because this, yeah, the body exactly. is in yeah. action and movement. It will look beautiful. And I'm not saying big or small or... Not I'm sizes. Saying it's a beautiful and beauty is always in the viewer's eyes. It's yeah. not there. It's what we yeah, see. Yeah, that's the saying. Beauty. Yeah, that's the saying. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Um, that's and, correct. And I mean, it, but you there's see something behind uh, that. And it's so, sorry. It is. It is so good to hear from you guys who who describe themselves as artists or the art of doing the art of dance to hear that there is an an um, the necessity of having a sporty foundation in order to create that art or to be able to create that art and, and, and piece of art. Yeah, Because, the I skills, mean, you, the extra, extraordinary the back, skills. Like a, a sports studio in my... <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a sports studio in my living room. Um, and uh, I love it. And, and, <laughs> and we are now <laughs> trying to work on... Uh, to, to make that sport found athletic foundation in order to be able to create your own individual piece of art in dancing with breakers like b-boys and b-girls with um, felix as a latin dancer and and his partner and uh, so it's really a blessing to hear it from you guys <laughs> and to to have the confirmation that, that that is a necessity but but does it stay yeah because you know because it is like this yeah tell me sorry but but yeah? does it stay the the the, sh the sheer beauty not the the necessary sporting the sport foundation to create what we want to create I, i i really speak about being too thin or being too thick that that stays over the dancing because i had once i had once in the situation i was in dancing in russia in moscow and i was uh, i was reaching the final with my dance partner and after the final uh um an, an judge came to us and said um, yeah, I didn't mark you for the final. You danced good, but you were too thin. I didn't like it. No, that's wrong. For me, that's wrong. It's not about that. That's, that, that's not what I was trying to say about the physicality of such. What I was trying to explain is that we all born different bodies. 
You know, we are all different different kinds of structures of of, of physicality, uh, from even from our skeletal um, uh, anatomy of the body. Now, mm. that's being judged in in a, in a, in an incorrect way for me. That's just honestly what I feel. What mm. I feel is that um, for me, I've always looked at animals. I think it cut out, guys. Are you yeah? No, no. Yeah, we 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 tried. Okay. But maybe <laughs> if we give, we will um, um, agree on a sign now. Uh, put the camera on again. Okay. If yes. We do something like this. We ask you to cut out the video so we can still hear you. But the internet connection is quite. Yes, tr we will cut the video now. out. We'll cut out the video. Hold on. Uh, stop video. Stop video, and then we'll carry on. So yeah, can you we, hear us now? You uh, can still hear us. Yes. We don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Great. So Sorry for the, the audience. We don't. No, 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 no problem. No problem. Uh, so what I was trying to explain is that, for instance, um, I, I when I work work out in the morning. Let's say I wake up, I wake up every morning and I think, all right, I need to get to this cardio. I need to do twenty five kilometers on a bicycle, stationary bike for one hour. I need to pedal. I need to stand up. I need to sit. I need to do interval change. I need to do everything that my legs can motor before I do everything else and before I have to do my own uh, re negative resistance strength, strengthening and structuring of my body so that my body is able to function for what it's yeah. meant to be. Now, I'm watching YouTube videos of MMA fighters and I'm watching uh, UFC fighting and I'm watching the way they do their workouts or what they're doing and I understand that the, your body shapes according to the format of what your activities of your sport of your of your of your latin if it's latin dance of exhibition if it's exhibition dance of ballet if it's ballet dance and i have a lot of friends of mine from the ballet world they've got massive legs crazy quads they can jump they can do this all this gets formed if you put yourself out there to the extreme of what you're doing do you understand yeah. you you keep it a healthy balance a healthy check you work out Now, when you start to take it to the obsession of being as, oh, now I need to look this certain look, it's going to start ruining what you're working so hard on your dance because mm -hmm. your body might not carry too well. Let's say, oh, I need to be bigger. Now three, four kilos more muscle. You're going to slow down. To break you're going to be rigid. To break it to the simple for, for, for the audience as well. So uh, people are like guys nowadays like wdsf wdc whoever they are like yeah i'm working on my six pack but if that body fat percentage is too low for him to in, in order to be a good dancer exactly he's, he's going you know what i say to them the six pack you know what but, i say to them yeah. it looks yeah. wrong i'm going to tell you now and i'll catch you out when the when the guys are telling me oh my six pack and look at my abs i'm going to say if you're just focusing on abs the children in africa have got better stomachs than you because they're starving <laughs> <laughs> but true because true. Because the strongest bodies I know in the world is UFC fighters because that's overall complete training. Grapplers, wrestlers. My body's been developed by exhibition. It's the abdominal structure. Look at Cirque Soleil acts and all that. Their bodies are built by the structure of the style of the dance. If you're focusing on abs, you're not going to be dancing Latin without a shirt. You dance to dance with a shirt. The, the, the story is that it's getting out of subject. And True. it should be about the dance, should be about the art. Your body develops if you're healthy, if you eat well, if you stay 
in point of what you're doing, you know? Now I'm Don't smiling agree, from Anna? ear to ear. I'm totally, I, I totally agree. Now I'm smiling like <laughs> big, big smile on my face. Uh, actually, Pleasure. I see you. Yeah, I know. But I'm telling the audience, not only Big Ten. I can, I can tell you, like, for, for first-hand experience, when I danced Latin with Paul, uh, my body was in a very different shape. Not because I wanted to shape the body that way, but because what I did in Latin were crowned and rounded and much more... Uh, needed more long-term stamina. When I changed into exhibition and started to train in exhibition, the body shape changed into very long and looks much more skinnier. But in fact, the amount in kilos was few kilos, the chains in the body. But how it looks like was like meant like a lot of kilos. Mm. And that's that's where you see that what you do, you train your body accordingly what you need, how you need your body to function, not for the body to look in a certain way. Thank you. So no, can, nothing to add. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nikki is always like perfect with the transitions. He always throws it at me and I, I'm allowed to find something new out of the cold. <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> But I have the question, um, could you give an advice for our, for our audience how to go this way? What to do? Just uh, just do not, it. Not like a, not, not 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 like a specific training plan because that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but like to to give your advice because of your like years and years of experience and hard work. And um, maybe we can start with Hannah. Um. <laughs> yeah, what I think first, everyone needs to think: Why do I do this? What what is it for that I train? Is it for for me to uh, just feel good and be happy? Is it for me to win a regional championship? Do I want to be a world champion? Is it social? Even? Then you know what way to train already. It gives you indication. Then you need to understand your strength and your weakness. And normally the things like, for example, let me tell, I do Bikram yoga, which is one of my most loved exercise forms And it's fantastic. And the it has 26 postures. The ones, I know it's always the same order. I know already when it's coming to the one that I hate. I don't <laughs> want to do it. And I hate. And I know that that is what my body needs the most. So normally we want, we look for comfort, we look for something easy. But when there is something that your body doesn't feel comfortable doing, you normally need to do it more. Every, every time? Because no, there when, is when a, I see it as a dancer and, and like see it primitive and, and I, I think like, okay, this program doesn't suit me. I should, then when I think like this, then I should do it. Can you yeah. not change the steps right? and change, do you, not change you, it? You need to know that when it's about uh, injury or something in your body that you can't change, then obviously be very clever and don't go there. But like in dance, we all have an instinct for some type of a movement. And when we do that, we feel good. We feel great and we're like, oh, this feels so 
I'm fantastic, I'm on top of the world. <laughs> and we keep on repeating that and it becomes like an automatic repetition, but not anymore something new, creative, developed, improved. So basically we need to put ourselves also into those zones of uncomfortable. When it's not easy, it doesn't come like from the spine so that you become much more versatile and much more angles in your dance. That's I that. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think you uh, and everyone. Obviously, I won't say here what everyone needs to do. Do you need flexibility? Do you need strength? If you do exhibition, man has to have strong legs. You don't lift with your arms. You need your legs. You need to understand what to do, what you train for. That's the start. Yeah. And the audience, I hope you had your pencil and sheet of paper out and uh, took notes because <laughs> that was for yeah. free, legit. Okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hopefully you can enjoy that. Th that are the crazy advices, you know, when when we do podcasts and, and we do podcasts yeah, with dancers and dancers talk about this topic like every time so passionate and I love it because it, it always has a different like uh, aura, you know. When, when people talk about things they really love and they share it, I, I, yeah. I love this podcast so you, much. You, you cannot believe <laughs> And hear the in, inner, inner burning flames. Yeah. I was, I was just going to say that probably what it is is that you have been doing the podcast with people who love to dance, love to train, and are in that motion of developing their own bodies so actually, that's passion actually the, the reason why we did the podcast is that um, people come closer together because if um, people share the passion and share and and you hear it that the people are passionate about the people come closer together more speak about it and and that was actually our main goal with the podcast at the, at and the yeah. moment they try share uh, rather than steal or or, or uh, ha hold back from each other, then they will uh, improve more. Yeah. 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 That's 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 the reason behind. The so when 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 we ask uh, Victor about um, the aesthetics and and him being in the living Adonis, um, um, how would <laughs> you, Hannah, perceive the importance of? I mean, you, you referred to it uh, already a couple of minutes ago, but um, um, uh, regarding the topic of beauty, um, like femininity as well, and and the la lady, lady's point of view, because you're you're the obviously the lady in this round now. Um, yeah, what what is your? Let me tell you something. I um, just now when you spoke and you said about beauty came a flash into my mind from long, very long time ago. And uh, now I can safely say that something 30 years ago, this moment, I was going to dance with my Finnish partner in Imperial, a competition. And I remember I was really nervous. And from somewhere it came this sentence into my head. And since then, it's been in my head. Real beauty comes from inside. And that is what I would like to say. Obviously, you see also the outside, obviously. 
But I think when you have beauty inside, it shines through your eyes. Your face is more relaxed. There's an aura, There, an aura about you. Yeah. There's an energy. You can see that with Hollywood stars. You can see that with musicians and great singers. If you're talking about beauty, it's always within the eye of the behold, of course. So if you have it within inside, you become that special one, you know, because you believe in you. You believe in yourself. And if you look in the mirror and you don't believe in yourself, why are you asking others to believe in you? You know? It's, and I think that's the most important thing is to work within yourself to believe in the product that you are and that what you are about physically, aesthetically, appealing to the eyes of others or not, it's who you are. By giving that energy, by giving within what you are, I promise you that you captivate your audience and because I, that's what your audience wants to see in I, the end. I think in in this, it's not even, not about proving anyone, not yourself, no. not your audience, not for no one, but it's just allow it to be yeah. and find we are all so different. We all have good qualities and bad qualities, every one of us. Of and we come from different cultures. We have different colors, hair colors, long, tall, short, very, we are different, which is great. And if we can celebrate and let that like understand the good in every one of us and let it grow and let it just shine around i think that that's that is the beauty true we, we're just sitting here smiling and enjoying <laughs> what you say because i think in the opening sentence you said let's go into the deep talk and, and we are we're in there for i don't know it feels like hours <laughs> amazing yeah. and, and yeah. i mean we don't know each other for for quite a long time but if we get to know each other better then you might find out that both of us we are, we are quite talkative and 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 <laughs> speak yeah. speak full persons i don't know if you can say that that way normally yeah. our audience says us that yeah. uh, that we talk too much yeah and, and that, at, that, at, <laughs> at that point we're like <laughs> <laughs> so there is two two sides now very talkative people <laughs> sitting good, on that know. side in austria and this side in england <laughs> exactly but it's great it's the best pep talk i've ever had in my life <laughs> i'm so <laughs> good happy <laughs> it's it's crazy um w what i thought about it is that people i think people do not appreciate especially in dance board what an opportunity they have especially in in europe that we are quite privileged that we have the opportunity even to dance as much as we can do because in reality i can train six hours a day and it would be no problem i could still earn money and it's no problem um, um how much would you suggest to dedicate um <laughs> your life to dance but because it's it's one thing to say okay my whole life is dedicated to dance board and it's it's true every everything what i do is dedicated that i can dance the most so i, I just yeah. dance yeah um but th the other side is I, i still need to earn money i still need to live you know of eat, course sleep dance repeat there's like, like the eat and yeah. sleep part <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> The thing is that, first of all, what I would like to say is that you said that we often, especially in Europe, forget how 
we have the opportunity to dance, yeah. and that is the word I really like. We have a possibility. We have an opportunity to dance a lot, not having to go to practice, but actually having the possibility to go to practice. That's beautiful. I would say in uh, never you can say it works for everyone how much to train how much to practice everyone is very different and individual in this for me it is every day all the time something that has to work in and come into your dancing in other words uh, if you're gonna uh, let's say if you're just gonna stay in the studio and try to be better at your dancing steps without working all the other attributes, you're going to get tired, you're going to get despondent, you'll be kind of frustrated, and you're going to start hating dancing. Everything has to go towards it. You understand? That means... What are the other things? Tell the audience. I will tell you. I'll tell you. For me, <laughs> for me I'll go. tell you what the other things is. First of all, your source of inspiration is dedication to your physicality, your ability your body functionality in order to dance, concentration into the choreography, ideas, putting in time, uh, finding music, watching cinema if you have to, watching programs that can liberate your mind to create steps, to create new movement, and then spending the time in the studio too. But if you go to the studio and say, well, today is going to be productive because I'm going to be in the studio, you can't <laughs> guarantee that. Do, I do you... get music flowing through my mind. I'm driving somewhere. The other day I was driving to Spain and my, I, was, I had one song on for four hours on repeat. Oh. <laughs> and from there, from there, from there it came. I promise you, anyone else was in the car with me, they would have gone mad. So for Felix four is the hours, same, is it? Yeah. yeah. So for four hours, yeah, I, see you I had one song on and, and I came up with a brand new step of a movement that it's stemming off something else from where another move that Hannah and I did. But I've created something new, which I'm going to try and put in our new routine that we're going to start choreographing. And it came from the song because it's, of course, it inspired me because I could see the waves, the music, the, my brain opening because I was allowing the process. Now, If you turn around and say, yeah, but you were not in the studio for hours physically. No, but I was mentally there. Do you understand oh, what I'm man, saying? <laughs> I was mentally there because physicality, I train every day. I yeah. can get up. I can get up. I can get off a plane. I can wake up in the morning and you say, put on the music, get to the studio, warm up, let's dance. I'll dance straight away. My body's ready. You know? Yes, yeah. it dances better when it's more in tune. Yes, it dances better on a better day. But on the okay. worst given day, I'm ready. But the most important thing is that you need to source yourself out throughout the day. You need yeah. to find those moments. It's sometimes staying in the studio for too long doesn't help. Sometimes yeah. you're in the studio for an hour, an hour and a half is enough. But also sometimes you need those moments that you yeah. stand there and you, you actually Fight. get nowhere. You, you really feel like there is, there is nothing. And yeah. those are the moments that things are starting to Flow. move and shift. But like Victor said about this mentally there, and that there, there is something that in dance, it is actually quite easy and very, um, well, simple 
to show an extraordinary skillful movement or a um, acrobatic stunt or something yeah that needs to wow factor. it's quite quite easy compared to be absolutely truthful to yourself yeah. as a dancer and dance your emotion dance from what you really believe and what you really are yeah it's actually a quite interesting topic because how could you know what you really want and what it's not trained on because sometimes i have the feeling that um from let's call it society or dance society that there there's always a different style in in a different time you know we dance now completely different from five years ago you know and um how can i know that i'm because when i'm not dancing like i uh, they're dancing now the dance style then i'm still like uh, influenced because i want to not do it then it's even not my way because it's just the other way of the people doing it now you know you know it's very easy to get lost in the river of an other one's thoughts like mm. just be like drifted away and kind of lose yourself and it that's why i say it is much more difficult to be truthful to yourself to dig deep to find your own instinct to move yeah and sometimes what you can do i find this that you put music on any music not really you don't need to really it's not your favorite song you put music on and you hear the sound and you start to move not the way you are used to moving but you start to make movements anything crazy stupid whatever no one is watching you move so I you kind it. of get connected to your own self again without having to please someone or to do because this is now supposed to be like this or someone is asking me to do it like this but you are true to yourself and, and now the audience ha knows what Hannah, Victor and Felix is doing in their free time yeah because that, that is <laughs> yeah. no no joke that's actually what i really did when corona started when when a corona started i first had to be, i first started to think more if, about dancing and uh where it got a little bit easier and my girlfriend went for for work i just put on the music completely crazy music everyone hates me for my music taste I love because you for your music taste <laughs> <laughs> just for the protocol <laughs> as a friend and, and and then just do random things and 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 there were the things where things uh, uh movement just happened and that are my best moves i love them because they, they they happened they were not planned so it's it's like yeah. mine you know yeah you flow yeah. in there you just yeah. you, you find that place of that it's not any more uncomfortable It yeah. becomes comfortable. What was uncomfortable and kind of uh, hard going. You you know what what I think a little bit about that is my problem because everyone can feel like the king of the world when he's alone at home, but it's a completely different story when you do it in front of an audience. Yeah. Are you are you sh are you agree with me or do you agree with yeah. me? Yeah, I I do in a way because in front of the audience you are. You are naked. 
you actually you open up your soul and your deepest emotions and you allow everyone to say whatever they they can treat it whatever they want because you allow it you open it you open your soul and that way yes it's more uh, challenging it's difficult it's and uh it's not Sorry, continue. I didn't want to yeah. interrupt you. Oh, you, I thought you said and you had something. <laughs> no, to no, add no, no, uh, speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I feel that this way, you you offer yourself, and normally, of course, the people are there to watch and to enjoy. And but you don't know. There can be someone who maybe wants to see something you you do a mistake or you do something wrong or you don't look so beautiful or chatter's gonna you, chat and haters gonna hate no you don't know you yeah. don't know because you it's you put yourself out there to the unknown and that's it and that's one of the excitement about performance exactly so in comparison to having a show or competition or dancing alone in your room the the, the main difference and it's obvious is that there's more distractions in that competition or show um, situation because people are there. So it's it's harder for the mind to stay with yourself in order to be open to the really? outside. I, I wouldn't even say, uh, what do you say? Um, distractions? Uh, distractions, yeah. thank you. Because sometimes I, I would say in general distractions, yeah, but there are the special moments where you look into the audience and there's that one guy who's watching you and smiling and cannot believe you have done that move. So, yeah, know, it's, it's yeah. also but distraction. It's but it's the, the, the question is, the, 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 I think what you guys need to understand is what I, I know how to do one thing is I filter out the white noise. And the white noise, if you hear me, is uh, I don't... When I'm with, with hand on the floor, nothing around exists to me. Nothing. It's just me and on the floor. And then when it's finished, then, well, it's too late to change. And now you just have to take what the audience says or thinks. Yeah. I mean, I do see the people that are enjoying it. I feel the energy because I have a very, a very strong intuition of energy that I feel. Uh, but I don't allow the white noise to come into my mind to distract me from where I'm going. And I'll tell you one thing, um, just to give this uh, example, uh, in 2005, when we won our very first British Open competition, the, the Blackpool, the most prestige one, we, um, we didn't even have bow music. We had no chase and no reprise because we said, well, let's compete. We have the four minutes five. And if no one claps, no one does anything, we just walk off. It's fine. It's no problem. <laughs> if you remember that, yeah, Anna. Yeah. And you know what? It's and exit stage left. Exit stage left and leave. But you know what? We had a two-minute standing ovation. And that just shows you. And we did not know what the audience was going to do. And this is the thing. You have to filter out the white noise, which means what's going on in other people's minds, their thoughts, their issues and you need to bring the energy of them use the energy for yourself but and you, just can't, be yourself. you can't change what they think no, what can't. audience or no. judges you you don't you have no control over that you can just say so thank you very much yeah it's rather to leave it thank you know you what i say much. i tell you this now i i Hannah and i have one say thank you for your time and you can thank us for yours that's it and that's it you know thank you for your time and you can thank me for mine nothing but, else but, there's nothing else actually, you can do It's not even our job that they like us, or? No, no, it's not. 
You just ask the because we visa. want that because they you take want, the time course, to come and watch you. We want them you. to enjoy, so, but, you, but you can't change who you are. On, you've already yeah. created the product. You go out there. If they don't like, okay, go back to the drawing board. Become better at what they don't, what you feel they don't like. Mm. But you can't change it on the night. Or the other way, trust what you are doing and, and make continue it pushing it. So they will like it at one point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way, way around that. Well, I have this, I have this uh, similar. Um, I mean, I'm not into active dancing anymore, um, but um, I sometimes catch myself in moments like waiting for the bus, having some some music on, and especially like riding a motorcycle, and I've in like a, a, a HD uh, sound yeah. system in my helmet, and and um, if I don't enjoy the sound of the motorbike itself. Which is quite nice as well. Yeah, <laughs> the point. Yeah, then, I like. Then yeah, I listen, you then like I, that. Then I, yes, but then I listen to the music and 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 I get into that state of flow which you were referring to, Hannah, earlier. Um, and so I, and I think for myself, when I come to hell or or in that uh, when I die and it 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 decides whether I come to heaven or hell, then I come into that room which where, where there's nice music and I'm not supposed to move. Yeah. Um, because that's the hardest for me when there's good music and Felix has some weird music sometimes but <laughs> really good music on the other hand as well and really like individual stuff um, and, and it and it, I, I, I catch that flow then yes I, that, that's the moments I I know why I started dancing in the first place so mm. can we can we talk a little bit about that flow thing because I, I really want to know from you um, how do you get into that flow because Can you create it? Like Victor said, like, when I like dance this. with Hannah, then I'm in that zone and I, I, I can filter out the white noise. Can you create that moment or is it happens? does it happen accidentally? It's never accidentally. Yeah, it's never an accident. It just happens, <laughs> I think. Yeah, it happens between I the wish. two of us. Yeah. <laughs> I wish it just came yeah, from yeah. somewhere and arrived. You, I, I think we all have very different ways to get into that. Hannah and I get that flow and I'm going to tell you this short and sweet. It's not just on the dance floor when you get to the studio. It starts way before. It starts if we're in the hotel, if we're in on a flight, if we're in the same house, like now she was at my place, or if I'm in Finland, or if we're in Russia. We're on the street walking. The flow is then. It's yeah. not. It's too late. Meet you on the dance floor. Let's dance. You're really disconnected. <laughs> But that's us. Some yeah. people are different. I can't I work mean. with someone that I cannot connect to outside of dance. Yeah. But I, I think I had it's also the moment oh. moment that you breathe together. Not necessarily that you are hearing in sync breathing yeah. together. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. are no, 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 Lamont's <laughs> Lamont's <course. laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, you know, none of that. No. no, but you kind of um, find that um, momentum, how things happens, yeah, and that you are different because. We, like Victor is very different compared to me before yeah. the performance. I go hiding. I put my hoodie on opposite side so that the hood is covering my face <laughs> so that no one can see me and I see no one except Victor. I know like he's the there. Ostrich, like the ostrich uh, yeah, strategy. Exactly. Yeah. I go to my cocoon and I stay there because I feel that's what I need. And I know that since little I've been like that. I get into that energy of myself to f find my internal so that I can bring it in from inside of me. Victor has completely different. He can <laughs> go and have fun and talk and this and that. And still focused. But focused. 
but it's different. <laughs> yeah, because my energy is, is flowing too much. It's very, di- yeah, you need to release that. And I need to kind of uh, channel it. And then just before, like, it depends a little bit of timing where, where, when we dance. But uh, one hour, one and a half every, hour, we, we get out. together, we breathe, we filter everyone out and we are together and we know and there is no one else that, in the world. And then that flow and that energy is connected. Completely connected, completely in sync. Yeah. What do you do when this this not happens? Because I did once in Toronto. I was there for a competition and I was completely jet lagged and I, I, I would have never reached the flow. I know that. And I did not. I, I danced terrible. I really danced horrible. I, you know, I you know that's, that's where the words, I know where you're going with that. That's where the term partnership comes in. And I tell you, know, you what myself and Anna's at those days when I'm completely off or she's yeah. off and we just look at each other and, and it's that honesty and say, I need you now. You uh. need to carry this. Yeah. Or I have I, shakes. I, I need I need, to, I'm, I need you I'm to be strong. Weak. I need the badness of it. And yeah. and I say, Don't worry, I've got you. Help I've me got on you. This. Help I've got you. So you work and that's together. where we push. That's when the other one goes the extra mile. But yeah. then there is one thing and um, I can share here. This happened in Heritage. Uh, years ago with you mm-hmm. and it was a thing that we danced Friday and Saturday and Colin Hillary likes our gladiator number he actually he loves that number mm-hmm. and he wanted us to dance it uh, on Friday but also on Saturday so Two Friday yeah. we danced and it was great so now Saturday comes and we like well everything goes well in the rehearsal coming towards the evening I'm starting to feel I don't know what else to bring onto the table on this gladiator. I'm going to be empty. Yeah, physically we would do it and it would be, yeah, good. But I felt I'm letting everyone down because I have nothing inside of me. So I started to dig deep. I'm like, okay, let me think. We are back there in the near the kitchen where the, all the waitresses are going with the plates and stuff backstage. and we change backstage, backstage yes very glamorous life of the dancer and uh, i'm like i can't get into this and i'm walking and then i'm start to think like okay gladiators colosseum caesar and i'm going like i open the door and check out the room which is still ballroom where is all the beautiful evening gowns and the dresses and thing but i see colosseum and i'm looking at everyone is wearing this uh roman clothes clothing and and i see even caesar i already checked there there he is and he's gonna go with the thumb up or thumb down are we gonna die are we gonna live i go back in and i start to walk and breathe and i smell the lions i can hear the lions and i go like completely into the state of like nearly craziness so i just pushed myself into over and we danced great it was the feeling was fantastic but it needed that to go over, over so far that I felt like, I don't know if this is safe anymore. Am I gonna like completely flip now? My mind <laughs> is gonna like completely go somewhere else and not never return. Yeah. But I think somehow it returned. I, I think so, I'm yeah, not sure. Uh, you yeah, can that's, tell that, if that, it never that, did. That's <laughs> the total thing. The thing is, is that it's, it's exactly what Anna says. We, the flow and all that comes from working with each other where I'm connecting, knowing, talking, communicating, and also comes from sourcing the energy that you need from something. 
outside of yourself from an idea, from letting your mind go when it needs to go, connecting with someone that gives you that energy that you need to connect. Mm. And it comes to you, guys. It will come. It's just like that. And uh-huh. the more you channel that, the more it starts to become, in a way, more frequent, the, 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 that flow, you know? Mm. Does, does thinking kill the flow? Because I, I heard from Hannah now a little bit that she's like thinking a lot. Yeah, but she's thinking before. She yeah. doesn't yeah. think yeah. while she's so, dancing. You cannot think when you're dancing. When you're dancing, you're just there. You yeah. think snooze, before. you lose when yeah. you dance. <laughs> you yeah. snooze, you lose. You cannot. You're on the moment. I go you very, think before. You, it, we go true. very deep before yeah. on the practices, on the moments, on the night before the show, on the rehearsals of the show, on the rehearsals of the competitions, whatever. But on the actual time when it's time to go on, there's no more thought process. Yeah. It's yeah. just energy yeah. flow. Every, every time it. when I think it's like terrible. Like, you cannot yeah. think no. because the thought process to the muscle you delayed already you yeah. lose time I, th- i think it's quite good to have few main thoughts in the mind just few yeah to prepare yourself when you go onto the floor like let's say like for example breathe lightness mm. um rounded it can be anything what you feel like at that moment you would like to surround yourself with but not to start to that's not any more time to analyze it yeah mm. it's a time to allow it to happen in a way it will happen because some way it will happen that's like <laughs> evident yeah and it's you gonna just can go guide through a little bit the, the give the the direction in which atmosphere you want to jump in Or which guideline right. you use with that two to three thoughts you were mentioning? Yeah, yeah. like a very short shopping list you yeah. make for yourself. <laughs> Just need milk, bread, the, Nutella. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The one you remember in your brain. You don't have to yeah. write it down. <laughs> shopping list is actually. That's, w- Nikki, Nikki is always writing for because we had the problems in the beginning that we didn't know anything no. after yeah, for the, the recording. Show note, yeah, you do. You do not know nothing. Uh, in, no title, no show notes, that's nothing. Why I yeah. take notes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, for, for potential titles and and what what topics we cover, yeah. so and it's easier for me to to write the show notes afterwards. Yeah. When you talk so much, Nikki is always like. <laughs> yeah, I can see that you are writing. You're making your notes. I like good, that. Good, good. I also have. I make notes into everything. Like I have. Um, from airplanes, these little napkins with the little red wine stain <laughs> on it, and my handwritten note, like ah, like I get idea when I'm sitting there and thinking. So notes, you know, notes are the best thing. When when I started doing notes, it's di- the development of dancing was a completely different. I actually just wanted yeah. to write down something, and I, I I lost the point because now we are talking about writing down something. But <laughs> yeah. what, what was the last thing we sh- we were covering? <laughs> Shame on me, <laughs> but but because I I had in my mind that I cannot like think about everything again. I, I cannot cover it all in my head when when I have an idea. I, I always need to write it down, and I guess it's you do the same, right? Yeah, yeah. I did it. I found a while ago. Not well, actually now with the pandemic, and I think everyone has been cleaning the houses and and sorting out all the stuff. And I did also. So I found books when I was fourteen years old, <laughs> and I have written notes from lessons. 
Yeah, I I save also. That's one thing I save everything. All these things are like like <laughs> very very dear for me. So I have notes from Margaret Redmond's lessons when she came to Kemi in Finland into a very small city into a sports hall. And I even, when I was reading it, I remember the spot in the hall we were standing when she was telling me about how to be soft with the hands. Like, for example, she was telling me that how to wash, when you wash your hands, you can't be rough on them. You have to be soft. And that's the way you touch your partner. That's how she was telling me that when I was 14. <laughs> so this is a while back. <laughs> you, d you didn't read everything again or... Uh -huh. No, I did. I went through really? all the book. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I mean, we have a long pandemic <laughs> going on. <laughs> There was yeah. some time when we couldn't travel, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Victor, you yes. before mentioned your song you were listening like four, four hours. hours. <laughs> Please tell us the song of the week from you. The, the, the song from the four hours. You know, I have different songs. The song that went on for four, four hours was a, it's actually a song from one of the albums of Secret Garden. Um, from the album of Secret Garden, and it's actually an um, instrumental piece. Um, if I recall the name, it's Adagio. I love that song because it opens and flows in me. Um, but honestly speaking, the album of the week, the album of the year... The album of my life. You guys want to like it? You think that, uh, Nick, you're saying that that uh, Felix has weird music? Well, me, it's Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Guns N' Roses? I love Guns N' Roses. Which it's, one? Because I, I, I like to play guitar and practice guitar. I, For me, it's always been Sweet Child of Mine, but of course, November Rain. Now, it's been Civil Welcome War. Welcome to the Jungle. Welcome to the Jungle. But lately, it's been Civil War, and I'll tell you why. It just... <laughs> It's correct. The our song of the week, the song of COVID for me, it's Civil War. Civil and it's War. Civil War from Guns N' Roses. And I'll tell you why. Listen to the words carefully. And then we will think about what the governments and societies are doing. <laughs> and now we could do another episode. Yeah, <laughs> That will be for the next time. You, you <laughs> know, But you'll understand, you'll understand on the opening lines what I mean about that. And the way the song starts... Acoustic, and then it goes into the rock section. It goes into distortion. It's out of this world. I love it. <laughs> you know, we always have the problem, or most of the time, with the problem that we open like bottles. We cannot open them anymore. Correct. Because because yeah. we would speak for hours. I know. I know. I have the feeling when when we now yeah. open. We can open five more. I see that. And I mean, we could continue our talk when we stop the recording just to <laughs> ask guys. <laughs> but, but, but normally Until we tomorrow have a, morning. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> have, have a good rest before the show. <laughs> Now we're, yeah. actually, yeah. we're actually doing one hour at the moment and, and our audience, it doesn't matter. I, I, I want to drop my song of the week because um, I was talking before with Nikki and I cannot read. Okay, know. I will. Um, <laughs> Felix song of the week uh, because we, like our episodes um, are released uh, in a two weeks uh, yes. cycle so that now we get 
two songs because there's two weeks. And Obviously, Nikki has a terrible handwriting. No problem, because I'm writing fast in order to listen. You know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm not multitasking. I'm a guy. Yeah, um, you're not watching what you're writing. Exactly. Right? exactly. I do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I do when I do my notes, I, I I do it while I'm dancing. Also, not while I'm dancing, but I'm dancing and then I'm writing it. And I cannot. I have the problem that I cannot read them at the end. Yeah, It's I have a feeling sometimes. I'm like, what who wrote I, this? Oh, it was I, me. I used yeah. to have a handwriting like a little girl in school. Everybody was making <laughs> fun of me because I was writing beautifully. Now I don't need it anymore. So it's it's gonna get like 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 a doctor recipe, you know? <laughs> I think <laughs> the they can read on things. Exactly. You read shit. So the song of the week is Gary Reed DJ Cozy remix. It'll all be over. It's a, it's, right. a, it's a it's a it's a nice practice chacha. Yeah, it's it's really. Nice. We will pack a, it in the show notes. A little both, modern. Both songs like Guns N' Roses, Civil yeah. War, and uh, It'll All Be Over by Gary Reed and DJ Cozy. Yeah. Um, and you can check it out, uh, uh, obviously, Victor and Hannah, and all you guys listening to this episode as well. It's it's a little bit of house. It's like I, I try to get more modern Good. because I'm I'm really old school, and I, I with his twenty two years of age. Yeah, I'm with a music taste. I'm pretty old school, and I try to get more modern because I I actually found that there's a lot of good modern music which is rich on instruments and really good for dancing. And now he's opening a two-liter bottle <laughs> of yeah. music. M music music is always nice. topic, always. I don't know about you. I, I tell us, are you actually listening to modern music, as like real modern music, like good? What is your music also, from from Victor? We already know, but Hannah. I, I like look. I, I'll tell you straight. I like right from classical music down to rock. I am a big fan of rock because rock moves my energy. Uh, but I do love a lot of classical and Latin music and even uh, flamenco music, gypsy you, music, very you, much. You, yeah. You hear uh, Latin and flamenco privately too, or just for the the work? You know. No, 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 no. Privately, privately, privately. Nice. at the house. Yeah, at the house from classical. To flamenco, to to um, um, even uh, like a jazz, and then of course rock, depending on the day, on the hour and the day and the way I feel. Yeah. yeah. And you, Anna? Yeah. And you? Um, I have to say, I love a beautiful pesame mucho. <laughs> It's pesame just mucho. The one of those beautiful <laughs> songs, but in my music taste. Um, What I have, what what really brings me at the moment, uh, um, sets me my mind free, is Jeff Beck's "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." Great song. It oh. is unbelievable oh. the way it's True. been done on guitar. True. That's one of my. But I also like to listen. Like I love Danzig. Danzig to me is oh, one Danzig of the main heavy, bands. There are, um, yeah, there yeah. are few like Amorphis from Finland. They are unbelievable, like heavy uh, metal band. I love them. Um, there are many like I I go from any like anything goes for me. It depends a lot <laughs> how I feel. What yeah. what's my feeling? Yeah, What even eighties music. We were listening this yeah, week. Eighties yeah. music. Yeah, like yeah. 80s music, like um, and sometimes it's really yeah. nice to put the cool. radio on and let that radio play something. So then oh. you kind of uh, you meet again something that you forgot. It it's connects even... you. It connects you. It's like a surprise. Finding a surprise. Yeah, it yeah. connects you to something in the past of your life. You go, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Oh, I remember that, and I love that with the radio. Santana. That, that, we used to listen to a yeah. lot of Santana when yeah, we were in Santana. Yeah. yeah. 
that's actually why I love Spotify because you have access to every music in the world. Anything you want, yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Anything yeah. you want, and it, it gives, especially me, because I don't know these old songs that are really old, where my grandpa says, "Oh, I love this song," and that's like a, a, this this special feeling you see you yeah. see it in their in their face if exactly. they, how they feel when they listen to that song they hear. 50 years ago and, and it's on Spotify yeah. I, I love Spotify it's, it it's absolutely it's an it's unpaid absolutely unpaid advertisement unpaid advertisement <laughs> yes. <to> <laughs> Spotify <laughs> we don't we don't earn yeah, shit we can be paid also but right now we're not <laughs> yeah. but one thing I wanted to tell you again, one more thing about the music taste I have a funny taste on Finnish like quite nostalgic songs what normally the older people listen oh. and I don't know why but I love maybe it's because I have been living abroad and it kind of brings me back to my roads in Finland Ooh. but if I mention those names to my Finnish friends they are like I, are you serious like I have you lost <laughs> it really you like this but they they very like they make my eyes water and I start to feel Finland and this nostalgic feeling yeah the same I, I have with father music you, Portuguese. Hannah, you, want, yeah. you want to share it because it's actually interesting I never hear it <laughs> and can you write I don't know if we can write it now when you pronounce it but can you actually no. uh, send 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 yeah, via Victor he just like send uh, she'll send WhatsApp. them we will text uh, you we will text I, I you. tell you the name of one of them it's his uh, the, the singer is Janne Tolki I can send to you the, how it's written later on please and uh, the name of the song is The Road of a Lonely Man Yksinäisen <laughs> and sings he sings about like this uh, he's driving and coming and there is no reason to go home because there's no one anyhow waiting and he's alone on the road so you know how it can connect to our Feels way like of living life the so it's like it's like it's like the, it's, you know what it is it's finnish country music literally yeah. country music is like you know what if you play it backwards you get your car back your wife back your dog comes back yeah. your life gets back to yourself yeah. so but right I'm, now you're alone yeah. on the road and no reason to go home yeah <laughs> um Hannah, you said uh, somewhere over the rainbow f f of mm. Jeff, Jeff Beck, Jeff Hammer, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff Beck, Beck, Jeff Beck, Beck, yes, Jeff Beck, Jeff Beck. great guitarist. Okay. Ah. okay, okay, I will check that out because it's just a guitar. There is no uh, singing on yeah, it. Yeah, he's it's, a guitar player. It's like it's like wind. It's like water. It's yeah. uh, amazing the Jeff, way it's Jeff been Beck, played. Jeff Beck was a great guitarist in the times of Eric Clapton. They used to play together. And then oh, they split. Er and one went, one, love it. one went to the Who and the yeah. other one went to Cream. Er Eric actually, Clapton was Cream and uh, Jeff Beck was the Who. Actually, and that's how er it was. Yeah. From Eric Clapton, I had once, and it was Layla. I had once oh, I love Layla. I, I, I had it in my head, no joke. I was not sleeping the whole night till six in the morning. What? It was it was terrible. I, I I could not sleep. I heard that song the first time, Layla, and it was in my head the whole night. I, it was yeah. terrible. I, I, it, I can't. I cannot tell you. We will do that later. later. Because Nikki was now searching for the yeah. for the music. It doesn't matter. I do we'll the organizational part. <laughs> the, the management of that podcast. <laughs> okay. Good. Like guys. It was such an honor. Absolutely amazing. You. Thank you. It was really great. So amazing. Little moment together. Great. Thank, Thank you. you. Put on the Very camera. Much. Put on the camera. Yes. For the yes. Put on seconds. the camera. And for remember, the this moment. was, and for the audience to know, this was raw. 
Yeah, and, true. And <laughs> we have evidence that this is raw because of the internet connection and then <laughs> we, we just yeah. could oh, man, hear no you but perfectly and we saw you again. <laughs> it, it, it was such a pleasure. Yeah. Thank I you. I've, I've, uh, it, it, it opened my heart. I had, I had a terrible week, but this was, it made my week. Thank you very much. Pleasure. Really. Thank you. That the, uh, what you said word. makes our week too yeah. now. Because makes our week and our week <laughs> in the <head>. <laughs> yeah. And the last words for the episode before we stop the recording um, are for you, Hannah and Victor. What do you want to say to our audience? <laughs> we're, we're last never? words. Oh, that's very... Um, Deep. Festive. Deep. Last I, words. Yeah. <laughs> we were, we just were so deep. Just remember something. Just re I know, yeah, I know. Just I know. very simple. You know what, guys? In the end, enjoy what you're doing. Just find the joy in everything that you do. That's all I have to say. And, um, well, <laughs> now actually you got me here because we went so deeply into everything and I don't want to repeat myself. But one thing that connects us all all of us four here and probably most of the people who listen, it's dance. And always remember why you started to dance. It's because it made you feel good. And to find that back, if you feel any time doubt or you feel like you, you don't know where to start and what to do, uninspirational, always remind yourself, why did I start to dance? And normally it puts a smile on our face immediately. Yeah, <laughs> I get those goosebumps every time. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So Victor guys. and Hannah, thank you very much. Thank and you, guys. We, we will make a stop now. Thank you very yes. much. Yeah. Thank and you so much for your time as well and for having us. And I hope the audience enjoyed too. Ciao. Ciao. Thank you. Ciao. Ciao. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was great. <laughs>